Hello and welcome to today's Take Heart. Um, one of the things that can be confusing for us about the Christian faith is that it is filled with what are called apparent contradictions, two truths um, that are held in tension with each other that seem opposite to each other. And it's called polarity, apparently. This is what Andy tells me. And one of the truths is that God is one, but God is also three. Uh, another of the, um, the polarities is that the Holy Spirit inspired the Bible, but it was written through human beings. Another one is that Jesus is fully 100% God and fully 100% human being. And there are a number of others and that can be confusing until you realize that actually that that's so true in, in human life. That's so true in any human relationships that we have. For example, there's a, an apparent contradiction that I live in um, that about me. Um, uh, I am at the same time incredibly good looking and also unbelievably humble. And those two things should be opposite. How can somebody who is that good looking be so humble? It's a mystery, but somehow I combine it. Well, that's my version anyway. And uh, uh, one of the polarities that um, I want to address uh, just in these few moments is, is the place of faith um, as something that we do, um, as a tension with faith as waiting on God and trusting on him. Over the last weeks and months, I've talked a lot about waiting on God, about letting him initiate. He speaks, we listen. And I believe that with all my heart. And I've spent a lot of time talking about that because for most of us as Christians, we err on the other side. We're activists. We do things. We we talk a lot. We, we do a lot. And we don't know how to be still. We don't know how to rest in his presence. We don't know how to wait for our marching orders because we see that Jesus did that. Uh, every spare moment, he would go either up a mountain or into the desert on his own to pray. And it was as if he was receiving his marching orders. And we need to get better at that. But the other side of that is that when God speaks, when we trust him, when we know his character and therefore his will, because when you know someone's character, you start to know uh, what it is that they want. When we know that, then it's time to step out in faith. And there's a wonderful story in Mark chapter 2, uh, beginning at the first verse, where four friends bring their paralyzed friend on a mat, or on a stretcher, and they bring him to the home where Jesus is teaching. And when they get there, it's packed. They can't get in, but they are so desperate for their paralyzed friend to meet with Jesus because clearly they believe that something will change when he meets Jesus, that they climb onto the roof and somehow they get him onto the roof. In those days, the roofs were really flat roofs and they're so desperate that they start to dig a hole in the roof. They make a hole. Can you imagine Jesus holding his seminar downstairs with everyone listening? 
and then suddenly dust comes down and then bits of plaster come down and bits of whatever the roofs were made of come down. And then everyone looks up and they see these four faces looking down. Well, then they lower their friend in front of Jesus. And to cut a long story short, we read, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, first, your sins are forgiven, and then get up, take your mat and walk. What did Jesus see when he saw their faith? Did he see the word faith written on their foreheads? Did he see them faces looking full of faith? I don't know how you do that. I don't know how that works. I'll tell you what I think he saw. He saw a hole in the roof. Faith makes holes in roofs. And it's not about faith in faith. It's about faith in God. Uh, a great evangelist called D.L. Moody, Dwight Moody, he once said, uh, it's not about having um, a great faith in God, but having faith in the great God. It's about knowing him so well that you know his character. You know what his will is because you read his book and his will is, it, we, we find out his will by, first of all, by reading his book and finding out what he's like and how it works out in specific situations of our lives. But then there has to come a time where faith becomes a doing word. It becomes a verb. It becomes something that we do, not just something that we say, not just something that we feel, not just something that we believe. And Jesus loved faith. He marveled at the faith of the centurion, the Roman centurion. Um, he marveled at the faith of the Syrophoenician woman. Um, and he, when you read the Gospels, you see that Jesus loved the response of faith because it was about trust. It was about trust in his character. And he responds to faith. Yes, we respond to his word. He initiates, we respond. But here's the polarity. He also gives us a, a, a role to play. And that is stepping out. That is making a hole in the roof. And I have found in my life, I've not done it perfectly. I've not always done it very well. But the times when I have seen the Lord most at work, the times when I have seen miracles is when I believed he was speaking to me. I believe he was saying some, something and I stepped out and did something. And it, as a result, it was, well, either Lord, you're going to do it or I'm in trouble. And do you know, that's a great place to be. Either you're going to meet me or I'm in trouble. And, and that's what happened with these four friends. You know, when he made the hole in the roof, if Jesus didn't respond, they were in big trouble. Because even in those days, you didn't go around defacing other people's homes, wrecking other people's homes. There's a stepping out. And when you do, and there's that boom, 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 I, I give up control of, of what happens because I trust you. He loves that and he responds to it. So often, I believe, we have missed seeing miracles because we waited for the miracle before we stepped out. It works the other way around. You step out and then you see the miracle. 
And you see that throughout history. Abraham, he believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. How did he believe him? Do you know, ultimately, when, when the Lord said to him, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, up to the mountain in the region of Moriah and sacrifice him there, Abraham, it says in Hebrews, he believed that God would even raise from the dead. And he did something. He was willing. And God responded. And I, you see this throughout history. You know, Jackie Pullinger got a one-way ticket on a boat to Hong Kong because she believed God spoke to her. And the rest is history. Um, Hudson Taylor uh, went to China because God burdened him. And, and he put his trust in God in a very tangible way. George Muller of Bristol started orphanages and prayed for miracles, for finance, for food to come in and put himself on the line. There's something God loves about faith. I leave you with a question as I leave it with me. What hole have we made in a roof recently? Listen to him and then when you believe he speaks, Act on it and see what he does. He loves it when we trust him by stepping out. It's like getting on a diving board. And uh, instead of saying, um, you look down and you think, oh my goodness, there's no water uh, in the pool. Instead of saying, um, Lord, before I dive, would you put water in the pool? It's, it's saying, Lord, I'm going to dive and trust that by the time I get to the bottom, you will have put water in the pool. There you go. I've mixed my metaphors, which you're not supposed to do. God bless you.